Pat Metheny is someone that I've my, admired uh, from a pretty early age, comparatively. And for me, he's uh, he's somebody who's who's managed to break down boundaries between types of music. And I think that had something to do with why I understood his music on an intuitive level earlier than I understood some other jazz. Because I heard things in it that I connected with great pop music and with classical music and with jazz, of course, too, that I was just beginning to be exposed to. And those are kind of the main types of music I listen to still today. And with Pat, I hear all these things coming together in a real uh, jazz kind of way. And the jazz for me with Pat is his ability to tell a story in his solos in a way that really takes you on a ride, that makes you feel like you're, you're on a journey with his soloing. And he does that also the way he writes and the way he structures a tune. You sit down and you have this experience uh, as, he, as he tells a story to the listener. And I think that's been a, a really big influence on me since the first time I heard him. And his ability to do that uh, and to make it compelling it has to do with the fact that he's created his own language on the guitar and also he sort of superseded the guitar it's very guitar oriented at a, at a certain point what he's playing but at a certain point you forget that it's guitar and uh, and you're just focused on the music that he's creating which is always full of melody and always harmonically interesting for me and uh, just always on this level that keeps me as a listener uh, entranced I've been a huge fan of Brad since I first heard him on Josh Redman's landmark record, Mood Swing. He just kind of like instantly became one of my favorite musicians. We had the occasion to meet here and there over the years and uh, always had a friendly rapport. And somehow I think uh, when I heard that, that he had been, you know, a fan of some of my music along the way, of course I was very flattered, but it also kind of made sense to me. I mean, so many of the things that he was embracing and, and was so great at showing in his playing are many of the things that I've really worked hard on and have tried to aspire towards myself in areas that not too many people seem to be interested in. I mean, particularly the sort of melodic development aspect of what he does. I mean, he really connects ideas over long, long stretches of time and really is able to spin these long, really beautiful stories um, with whatever material he's working with. You know, that sort of overt melodic development is something that just has not been that fashionable or, or something in the past few generations of jazz guys. So I, I really loved hearing that. duets in a jazz setting is a challenge, or at least for me, I've always thought of it that way. And particularly playing duets with two chordal instruments has a challenging aspect in that you, you both uh, can have the tendency to play the same material on top of each other, and it can get sort of dense and overwrought. And I'd say that was a challenge that, that Pat and I were, were both aware of and, and talked about a bit before we went into the studio. So when we were in there uh, recording together, making music together, 
improvising together. It wasn't something that was uh, that we were obsessing over, yet it was something that was was in the back of our heads and that we were being sensitive about. So I think we sort of achieved the balance between the two instruments, which is gratifying to hear back. And uh, for me, there were a lot of things that happened. You know, Pat and I recorded duo for three days. And I'd say a lot of the first day, for me in particular, was uh, getting my ears used to that sonic world of my piano and Pat's guitar, or I should say guitars, because he used uh, several guitars, uh, his acoustic guitar and some of, some of the acoustic, different acoustic guitars that he used um, to create this sonic world. And um, uh, so, so there was some time uh, getting used to that, that, that uh, ultimately I think paid off, you know, sort of getting my ears in line with what he was doing and learning how to play uh, in that environment. Very different than playing with my trio alone or playing with a tenor saxophonist or something like that. sessions themselves were unlike really almost anything I've ever been a part of in that we did an enormous amount of music very quickly and with very few takes. Brad is a one or two or three take kind of guy for the most part and you know I've done lots of records like that but I've done other records where we do way more takes than that so you know we would play each tune enough tell it seemed like we had it and then move on and just the enormity of the project when it was done kind of posed some almost difficult questions like okay well what is this we had done 12 duet tracks and 12 quartet tracks and at that point it was time to you know sort of start including some other people and, and the first most important person on the list I think for both Brad and I is Bob Hurwitz the uh, president at Nunsuch who in addition to his executive role is one of the most genuinely musical people that I know. So we got kind of rough CDs to Bob of everything, and his take on the music was uh, very important and had a lot to do with the form that the records have ultimately been uh, directed in, in, in the sense that there's this first record, which is called Matheny Meldau, which is mostly duets, and there will be a later release that will be mostly quartets, but I think the mix of the two is also interesting. And on this record, the first one, there are two pieces where Larry Grenadier and Jeff Ballard play with us. Of course, that's Brad's regular trio. As fantastic as the duet part of the session had gone, that was what we did first, it just kicked into yet another different gear when the quartet stuff was getting worked on. and. Both were equally fun and equally exciting. Larry 
Mary Grenadier and I have been playing together for um, more than 12 years, I think. Uh, and he's, I've had the fortune of having him in my trio for a little over a decade. And Larry, to me, I, I just can't imagine playing with anyone else, um, you know, on a, on a regular basis the way I have with him because he just has everything for me as a musician. Time is incredible. His creativity is constant. And he's a real bass player, bass player. Uh, he really gives you a lot of support, yet at the same time manages to be uh, interactive in a way that isn't overbearing, but, but very deep and, and, and subtle. And, you know, uh, an, another great thing about having Larry on this project with Pat is that, is that Larry and I uh, both love Pat's music. Uh, and we have for years since we were since we were young. You know, I know that from talking to Larry about Pat over the years. And also, uh, Larry has played with Pat already for um, a few years in a trio that Pat led a few years back with Bill Stewart, and they recorded together. So uh, Larry not only knows Pat's music, but he knows playing with Pat and what that's like. And then that was immediately evident when we all got together to record. regularly with Larry and to me uh, Jeff just seemed the obvious choice for this project with Pat and Jeff is probably I guess he's the one guy who hadn't played with Pat you know in, in fact I had barely played with Pat but Pat and I had spoke on the phone a bit Larry was more familiar with the experience of playing with Pat and I think probably out of the four of us Pat was probably least familiar with Jeff's drumming just because he had played with Larry and, and Pat and I have been following each other a little bit over the years. And I was sure though that Jeff was going to be uh, perfect for this project and again I, I couldn't really imagine anyone else um, because of the connection that he had with Larry uh, as a rhythm section and, and with me as well. I think it's important to have a, a good rhythm section and also because of his versatility uh, as a musician um, and his open-mindedness in terms of creating a, a particular group for a particular song um, and one thing that Pat does that makes him so special as a musician is he writes tunes that don't necessarily dictate a particular given feel um, and you sort of have to find your own feel for that tune and Jeff is great at doing that he, he really knows how to take a composition and build a drum part around it that brings the tune alive and uh, he did that on this record all the time
what was amazing about this was that from pretty much the first note that we played, we were both playing kind of the way we would play anyway. And it was all just working. And um, certainly we were both making all of those adjustments that one has to make when you're dealing with another harmonic instrument. But I think the general choices that we tend to make were sort of right in line with each other somehow, somewhere along the way. And, you know, that feeling of being able to really play full out is just a real gift that I think another musician can offer a playing partner, which comes from one place and one place only, and that's listening. <laughs>